This week on Unsportsmanlike Conduct, we break down the Detroit Tigers, who are just not deciding what they want to do with their season. They're now on a hot streak and have won three in a row after sleeping Baltimore. We'll get into that. We'll also talk about the NBA playoffs and some of the intriguing series that are going on and the one that's probably the most intriguing between Cleveland and the Pacers. LeBron James seems to have to do everything he has hasn't left in his tank to be able to get a win. We'll talk about that and then our usual stud and duds to wrap up the podcast. All that and more on Unsportsmanlike Conduct next. And welcome into Unsportsmanlike Conduct, the pro sports show where we talk and you listen. My name is Andrew McDonald. I'll be your host. And to my right, as usual, wearing a bright pink shirt today, Evan Petzold. Evan, how are we doing? <laughs> bright pink shirt. <laughs> um, no, no. So, like, I, I think I had maybe, like, some of the worst slash maybe, like, best luck ever on Tuesday. So, I, I work in Midland for the Great Lakes Loons, and, and I do stuff there. So, I, I it was an early day for me. It was an 8 o'clock start. Which which meant that I had to pretty much be out of here by like by like seven fifteen, you know, to get to get to Midland on time. And it was after it was it was freezing cold outside, snow was everywhere, and and I get out to my car and my you know, my, my clicker thing doesn't really work anymore. Um, it maybe works like one in every hundred tries when you click it. So so my my fob on my on my car keys is pretty much broke. So I just like manually do it all the time. I just put the key in turn it well my keyhole was frozen shut and so I was trying to get into my car and I couldn't I couldn't do it I could not get in and I was doing everything like I was putting my hand over over the the keyhole I was breathing on it trying to like get something going and just couldn't get it for like the longest time you know said said a big prayer went back tried it one last time bam it worked and that, so that, that was like the worst luck turned into the best luck. Got to work on time. I blew two red lights on accident on the way there, just not even thinking. So that was pretty, that was pretty, it was an interesting <laughs> morning to, to say the least. You know, couldn't get into the car, blew a couple red lights, but it was good luck because nothing bad happened. I didn't get caught and I didn't get, get stuck in Mount Pleasant when I had to get to work. So yeah, I mean, it, it, it's been an interesting week. That, that's kind of, that's kind of, kind of, it kind of describes my week up and down. Kind of like the Tigers, we'll get to them, but but just like an up and down day. Wednesday was kind of rough, bounce back, really hot today. I'm feeling good, pink shirt. Um, but yeah, you know, now here I am in the podcast room. What's better, you you listeners out there? I mean, I'm I'm gone after next year, but you get three more years of this kid, man. Three I mean, more years. You have fun at those stories for three more years. It's gonna be great. It's like LeBron James, not one, not two, not three, but four. You get four full years of me. Three more <laughs> after this. Too good to be true. And Elena has to my left. I don't know if you can uh, quite up that. Story, yeah, I don't. I don't but... know. That was pretty long winded today, but um, I'm doing good. I'm happy to be back. Uh, yeah. The weather's nice today. Your last week. It's been a great day. Yeah, I did miss last week. That was sad, so. Sad, I'm sad back. day for us. I'm back and ready for it. For sure. Well, yep, uh, I, for myself, it's been a pretty, pretty normal week, full of stress and trying to get things done because the end of the semester and exams are coming up, and I'm uh, I'm not looking forward to it. But today, we get to talk about sports, so that's all that really matters. Um, we'll start with the Detroit Tigers and what's been going on there, and I mean, Today, as we record this on a Thursday, they they finish off a sweep against the Orioles. Now the Orioles aren't a good team in the MLB right now. They they're they're struggling as well. But a sweep's a sweep. Yeah, I don't expect this team. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect this team coming to the season to get any sweeps this year. To be completely honest, I mean, of course you're gonna get lucky and probably get a couple, but you just don't think of it. They've already got two to start this year against the White Sox mm-hmm. and against the Orioles and the White Sox on the road. Um, and we and we talked about it with like you know these home games and stuff. 
can they make something of it? Can they, you know, have some stuff with home games? And they ended up not being able to play any of those games against New York. So, you know, who knows what would have actually ended up happening there. I don't see the Tigers having very much success against New York. They ended up losing that first game 6-8. to eight, But, I mean, right now they're 3-1 and one in the games they've been able to play at home. Um, they got Kansas City coming up here in a four-game series starting with a doubleheader tomorrow. So, I mean, really, where what is this team doing? I mean, what where are they going? I think it's I think if you you look at at their game against Baltimore from from when there was the the walk off from Dixon Machado and if you look at that game that game almost like like to me that like emulates their season so far just just that specific game because I mean if you, if you look at it um you know gave, gave up an early home run you know ended up ended up coming back taking a 2-1 lead yeah. and then you know the Orioles went up 4-2 and then you know, bottom eight, John Hicks, backup catcher, <laughs> hits a three-run shot, and and Tigers go up one. Then top of the night, ninth, Luis Sardinas, who who was a guy the Orioles picked up, um, you know, literally like the the day before the game happened, they picked him up, added him to the roster. Um, so he was a new guy up up with the team. He hits a dinger in the top of the ninth to tie the game, and then in the bottom of the ninth, Dixon Machado hits a, a 377-foot homer. And gives the Tigers a walk-off win. Nobody was in the stands to cheer him on. It was a day Literally, game. Literally, there was zero people there. I mean, like but watching was, watching yeah. the highlights of that, it was like depressing. I but but like, that's wow. that that's kind of how I see their their season right now. Is it's just like this, you know, they're down and then they're up and then they're down and then they're up and then they're down and then they're they're back up and and they finally win. But at the end of the season, I mean, is it really going to be an up, down, up, down, win situation? Or is it going to be an up, down, up, down, lose situation? Yeah, I, I don't know. And I, and, I mean, I, and I see it as an up, down, up, down, lose. They're going to have, they're going to have their runs. It's, it's baseball. It's baseball, man. You're going to have your sweeps. You're going to have your good games. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, even know. this team, I only, I, this is a team I can see getting 50 to 60 wins. To be completely honest. Even <laughs> coming into the year. Even in, you just look at the Baltimore series. I mean, you win four two. Yeah. You win. You win six five, and the one that stands out to me is the the thirteen to eight with Zimmerman on the mound. He didn't pitch well um, at all. He kind of got into a to a groove. Zimmerman hasn't found it. I don't year. know. And, he, I, and I love Dan Dickerson to death, but I've been listening to a lot of their stuff in the radio just while I work and everything. And if I hear one more thing about how he is. Looking better in his movements. Yeah, looking. I'm like this guy really. is literally a garbage can. He cannot pitch. I mean, he he gave up the the two run shot to 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 Chris Davis, and then he gives up a, a solo shot to Machado in the third, and and then he settled in and all that. Yeah, I, I get it, and that that's great. But then, you know, the Tigers get up twelve to three in, in the fifth inning. Why why can't you just seal the game? Like where like why can't the bullpen just come out and do their job? Yeah, and they got to give up another home run to. To Machado, and eventually, you know, you're you're looking at a 13 to eight final score. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't that have been? Why night. couldn't that have been 13 to three, 13 to four? And that that is just it's just it's frustrating. Yeah. Even when they play good offensively, they they, they allow runs. They don't play good offensively. They shut them down. Um, you know, with, with the pitching for the most part, but then eventually let up. It's it's just a it's one of those seasons where like you kind of know that wins like this. I mean, do they really mean no. anything? Yeah, nothing to me. But like, let's be honest. Like, what do you think? I mean, it's all in as far as like, does a win like this, in, in in a game where you allow eight runs and you score thirteen, whoop de woo, you win. And then a game like the other day when 
it's just home runs going back and forth, and then, okay, you're lucky enough to get the walk-off. I mean, is it really, like... I Does mean, it really mean anything to your team when you win a game when you win games like that? I mean, no, but maybe to this team because they're not really expected to win. Mm-hmm. But I mean, against the Orioles, like you know, I mean, a win's a win, I guess. I mean, to this team, you, you're not expecting much, so anything you can get is just like it's great. And like you said, there's no fans in the st- in the stadium, so it's like it's really sad to see. But I mean, if they if they start winning, if, I mean, if they can continue to win. We'll see where it goes, but I, I see it going up and down, up and down, and then eventually just falling off, kind of like kind of like the Pistons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, they're they're lucky though the the Tigers at least, um, because if you look at the American League Central, nobody's really that good. Yeah, no, yeah, Minnesota's not that good. Cleveland's only good against the Tigers, you know, and then Detroit, they're yeah in there. Chicago's not that good, and Kansas City is awful. Yeah. They they don't have they don't have a good they don't have a good division at all. It's almost like it's and they actually have a chance to get a playoff spot because of how bad their division is. And like if they could actually put together a season that was, you know, average that people didn't expect, which is definitely possible. Any any team could come out and, and put that together when you didn't expect it. Yeah, I mean they got a chance. I mean they got four games against Kansas City this weekend. We'll see what they do. But against teams that haven't been good this year, I mean the Tigers have actually taken care of business, which was mm-hmm. always kind of their problem when they were good. They would play up to the teams that were really, really good, and then they would end up losing to teams that they shouldn't have lost to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a different feel right now. To me, when you look at these wins and stuff like that, it definitely, I mean, it doesn't, to me, it just isn't like, you know, season changing. They're not anywhere mm-hmm. that is going to get them to the playoffs or anything right now. But if this team finishes around 500, I don't, you know, five to, five to, you know, even. Anywhere in there by the end of the season, to me, that's a good season compared to where I thought they here's, were going to be. Well, here, so right now, it's just not. They haven't been that bad. Here's like, what, here's what you got better than you expect. Here's what you gotta you gotta really take a take a look at when you look at their upcoming schedule. Though they got a four game series against Kansas City, a three game series against Pittsburgh, and then you got a three game series at Baltimore, and then a three game series against Tampa Bay, and then a four game series again against Kansas City. And and out of all those games, Pittsburgh yeah, is the only Pittsburgh team with a winning record. They're the year. only There's... team with a winning record, though, out of those out of those mm-hmm. teams. Yeah, out of all those teams. And then you you want to take it farther. You want to take it one more series further. And you've got Texas after Kansas City, and they don't have a winning record either. Yeah. And none of these teams are. And, and the, the teams that don't have winning records, they're not close. It's not like they're they're just under five hundred. No, they 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 are like. They're struggling. So are you hinting at that, like, if they take care of business and win some of these series, then, like, this is the kind of jump that could make you a surprise team. Like, if you play good against these teams and gain your wins now, mm-hmm. it's almost like if you can take care of business against teams that are about equal level with you, yeah, you have some room for losing against some of those bad teams when you're talking about mm-hmm. from just getting to the playoff stand. I mean, they were swept by Pittsburgh to start the season at home. Yeah. And you, you go play them on the road. And, I mean, when you, you look at... I don't know. I mean, when you look at probables and stuff like that, and who might be throwing, I mean, it looks like at least right now it's going to end up being Boyd, Zimmerman, and Fulmer. So you think you, out of those three pitchers, you got to think you get at least one. Yeah, yeah, you should. But but then as far as the rest of them, though, like what I, I guess what I'm trying to say, yeah, is like the, these are winnable games, and it's going to tell us a lot about this Tigers team if they don't win these games. They're they are very winnable games against opponents that the way Detroit's playing right now. Are 
Probably about equal, if yeah, not yeah, if no. not a, a little bit worse as far as as far as Kansas the City Orioles goes and Tampa Kansas Bay. City, they're not they're not yeah. teams that are that much better than Detroit. Not I at mean, all, not at all. Now now I, now I do think I, I know the Tigers just swept them and all. Don't don't get me wrong, <laughs> but when you look at a Baltimore Orioles team, though you 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 see the record and it's not that good. But then you read the names and you read the the Manny yeah, Machado, Pedro Alvarez, Adam Jones, and, and Chris looks Davis. Really good on paper, to be honest, with the Yankees, Red Sox, Orioles, mm-hmm. everybody, they all look good. So you kind of wonder. I mean, where are those teams going to be at once they come along? I mean, yeah, they might have losing records now, but you know, where I mean, where one hundred and sixty three yeah. games? Well, where where is where is Baltimore going to be when the Tigers? You know, when when the Tigers play them in, in seven games? Yeah, because you don't really know that either. But but I guess just yeah, what I'm getting at is, is it's it's an opportunity to to go all the way through, you know, pretty much mid May because because May 9th is when they play their last game against Texas, and then you know you go into a team like Seattle, and then you go into a team like Cleveland, and then and then you go on the road to Seattle. You know, th- those are those are three tough series right yeah. there, and, and you got to have all the momentum that that well, you Tigers can get. And, Tigers and beat Cleveland going back to last year, it's right? Been like Ten straight losses now. So, and that, that's what I mean. It, it, that, it's going to be a dogfight to yeah. win those games. Seattle's not bad either. Seattle's a good baseball team. You, you, you got to win. You got to win the games you're supposed to win. You, you just have to. No question. And it helped that they got the games canceled against the Yankees or postponed. At least. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Put we back. might be talking differently. Maybe if I mean, yeah. they probably would have lost. You don't. I mean, I'm not going to say probably. But mid season, but mid season, things can change. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, you never know like where a team's gonna be at by that time, and and you can go back to 2006 and look at how good that team was. Mm-hmm. They weren't expected to be anybody, but they just picked up momentum and kept running with it, and loved the mm-hmm. fact that everyone told them that they couldn't be good. I mean, you yeah. don't you don't know if that's gonna happen with this team again. You really don't, and it definitely has the possibility to be that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not a lot of names in this team. Like, I mean, you look back at that team now, and you look at some of the names that ended up being pretty good players as they went on in their careers. That still could be the case of this team. I mean. Candelario is finally starting to hit the ball now mm-hmm. with some power. I mean, a couple what about, of uh, three home runs in the year now. I mean, it's all been recent. What about Leones Martin? Yeah, the, oh. yeah. I, I, when I saw he hit a grand slam, I was like, man, he must have just must've <laughs> and just... and a triple. He almost hit for the cycle. He had a single, triple, and a home run. I mean, everybody has their days, right? I mean, it happens in baseball, but it's no, Leones Martin. Either way, it's impressive to me. We were ragging on these guys. Yeah. Elena wasn't here, but we were we were ripping on V-Mart. We were ripping on Miggy. We were we were giving praise to Nick Castellanos, but but we were just ripping on guys and yeah. and Vic, he's up to three fourteen. Yeah, exactly. He's I mean he's missed a couple he's games. Hit, he's, he's hitting got, the ball now. Hitting he's the hitting the ball. Better. You know, and then you got to look. Hey, Le- yeah. Leone's Martin just under three hundred. You know. Jimmy Candelario, he he's at 284. Miguel Cabrera is up to, to 283. He was at 230 when we last talked. Yep. He heard you guys. He listened to the podcast. And and, and Nick Castellanos 281. Like the bats are kind of coming around. I wish. He heard us. <laughs> bats are coming around. That's all. That's no, all yeah. I'm trying to say. I mean, yeah. Okay, they're hitting the ball. They're gonna get hot. But if if I had to put down what's in my bank account, which isn't a lot, <laughs> if I had to put that down on this team hitting that well the rest of the season, I'd tell you. Oh no, yeah. But Victor, Victor Martinez going. definitely has a chance to hit over. The dude has done it his whole career, so it's not like it's not possible. He's just really old, so I find it hard. I mean, just <laughs> watching the past like two mm-hmm. years. It's hard to believe that he's going to hit consistently over 300 for the rest of the season. But he's got it. and then you know what? He does he does? <laughs> you know what? Let's look at the pitching too, though. Matt Boyd, the pitching I've been talking to you about. One point four zero ER. Well, I'm finally seeing it. One point four zero ERA. Francisco Liriano, two five five. 
so far for Fulmer two eight six three eight six. Excuse yeah, he had, me. He had a rough game. Fires three eight six. Three eight six isn't awful though. Yeah. I mean, if it's it's pitchable, I it's mean, not bad. Hit the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You gotta get so, some run support, yeah. and I mean that's that's been kind of the problem with some of those losses they had at Cleveland. I mean, you look at you look at what they did in that in that series, and it's really not like besides the last game, the fourth day, those were all games the Tigers could have mm-hmm. won, and the, and the pitching wasn't bad in those games. So, you know, in the one bad game that they had in pitching, it was Fulmer. He got shelled, and for over, for whatever reason, they left him in there for way too long. Yeah, he, he got a lot of earned runs in that game. They probably should have been taken out for way before. But. My my thing with Boyd is, is that's really impressed me about him. Like the ERA, yeah, you know, one four zero looks really good and stuff like that. But it's the walks and hits per innings pitched. Yep. That's the one that that really stands out to me. It's point six seven, which uh, essentially would mean that he's giving up, you know, just over, just over one hit or one walk per two innings, if you look at it that way, and. Yeah, he should have been the opening I mean, day starter because come opening, on, the opening day starter right now is the ERA is at seven point seven one. Jeez, don't Zimmerman. even start. Don't so, start with me on him. You know, I mean, according to Dan Diggerson, he's got good stuff. So it's 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 really the the curveball is really. Dude's got no out. quality starts so far. He's four starts, none <laughs> no quality starts. He's one and zero, but he doesn't deserve oh, to be. And God. that one win he has, yeah. And that 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 one win he has was in his last start, which is uh, the which was yeah, which is the thirteen. Uh, Eight or whatever win. win, which was you're lucky the bats just got hot lot, for yeah, you. Just a lot of hitting in one game. So I no, I don't know. I mean, what about, what about Shane Green? What do you think about him so far? That's been what the do big, you guys think about him? That's been the big conversation. Uh, is the back end of the I know bullpen. he's got three saves, but him and Jimenez can they can they anchor? And that's the legit question that I wanted to ask you guys. The other topic with us today is: Do they actually have the ability to anchor a bullpen this whole season with those two? No, with those two pitching eighth and ninth. You don't think so? I, I don't know. This is it's what hard. I think. I, well, I, on, go I ahead. never trust in the Tigers. That's open. very that's just, understandable. That's just, I, I don't know. I'll believe when I see it, I suppose. This is what you need to do. Flip them. Flip them. Flip them? Mm-hmm. Shane Green is that? the closer, and, and Joe Jimenez is your eighth inning guy. Flip them. I don't, I don't like Shane Green thrown as a guy to get saves or as a guy to close out games. I don't think he's closer material. He's he been doing it though. Not not against the Orioles when he like gave he up that home run. run yep. Now a home run is a home run. I mean nobody's perfect. And I get that. Jimenez is he was okay, he's five years in the minors, had an unbelievable ERA. He was the guy that everyone thought was going to be so good for this team. And then he comes because this, up and he got shelled last year. Okay, but hang on, hang on. He got so, chances to pitch. So so th- this is my thing, though, is Jimenez, he's a guy that, um, you know, at times this season they've thrown him out there in the in the seventh inning and said, okay, getting out for us in the seventh inning yeah. and then go the eighth. See, I see that as more of a Shane Green kind of guy. Yeah, I, I mean, see, I see a starter. So. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I see Jimenez as like a, all right, dude, you, you got three outs to get – Blow some they heat want by him, him to take care there. of business. They want him to. I, I know, know they, they do. do want him to be there. They want him to be there, but but why not just put him there? I get it. I get. If you I, want, I if that's concept. your end goal, why not just put him there? Your team's your your team already, and I'm, I'm doing the air quotes. Sucks enough. Yeah. <laughs> why not just put him there? No, and I mean this is definitely a year where you want to like test it or whatever. But I think I don't know. I just think I think that they really believe in Shane Green that spot right now. They think that he's gonna be oh. good there and succeed there. So I don't see him doing it because. I think they want Jimenez to just keep having success where he's at. They don't want to switch him mm-hmm. up and make that ninth inning pressure make him a worse pitcher than he's been because he's been unbelievable. He doesn't earn a run. I mean, no earned runs so far this year. 
So that's, I mean, that in itself is amazing compared to where he was at a season ago. Yeah. I, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. We'll see I just don't, under, we'll I, just, I, I just don't understand, you know, like, like Andy, if I, if I think you would be, say, say I was like your editor. Okay. And if I thought you were going to be a really good, really, really good sports writer one day, would I ever toss you on a, on a weather cast? <laughs> I mean, it's still news. It's still media. It's, it's still the media. But would I ever toss you on a weather cast if I thought you were going to be a good, good sports reporter? Or if I thought you were going to be a good sports reporter, would I really put you on the news? No, I'd want you covering my sports teams. Yeah, I, I understand. I and, understand I, and I know, I know, and, I, and I'm only giving that analogy because that's something that that the three of us, you know, we we can we relate it. to. Yeah, we can relate to that. I, I get it. I understand. That's and where I, I'm at with that. I don't think that it's. I don't think it's a bad idea at all. I just, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think it, seriously that ninth inning is so much different than any other inning in baseball. You know what? Because you know you're the difference between getting to somewhere or not. And he's having so much success where he's pitching right now. It's hard for me to say that they should just make that switch. I I, I think I think the switch I year. think the switch has got to happen. But right now, right now, I, I really think everyone's just got to be thankful because the 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 Tigers have not been able to close out games for years, years and years. And they've been good and at it years. so far this year. I mean, really, I'll, he says that I'll, one the other day. I'll I'll give him that right now. But I think a change should be made, and I think it will be made at some point. I, I don't think Shane Green keeps it up. I don't think he's the type of pitcher to keep it up. I don't think he's got that kind of stuff. But you don't want to keep don't it up. change it until until something goes it. wrong. But I'm just saying, I, I think yeah. it'll happen. I think once agree once he struggles, it'll it'll happen. But we'll see. We were he talking was, before. He was, he was good in the back end of the bullpen last year, so we'll see what he's able to keep it up this year. And I was I was texting you guys before the podcast. We were trying to figure out like what we were going to talk about. And and you said you know Tiger's season like what do we make out of all this and I was like honestly th- this season's like Jose Valverde it's a roller coaster <laughs> it's a great way to put it I know we'll figure out if they can actually keep up and even stay around the 500 mark or get over it who knows but it's it'll be something to keep up with. we will see I'll be keeping up with it all summer no doubt but the other topic we got for you guys today is uh, the one that you know most people are paying attention to around the country and that's the NBA playoffs because. It's been, uh, it's. I mean, it's it's just intriguing this year. I think I think everybody can agree with that. There's definitely a, a lot of good stuff going on. I mean, teams like Houston and Golden State are like, you know, as good as they they've been like expected to be. Really not having any trouble. And I mean, now that you know Greg Popovich has that whole thing going on with his wife, like you know, definitely thoughts are with him. Um, I don't see the Spurs, you know, that we were talking about last week and making any miraculous comeback there. They're probably a little bit off. Not even gonna have their head coach them here in Game Three or anything like that. And Houston's just taking care of business of the Timberwolves. But, I mean, it's some good series. The Jazz and the Thunder are tied at 1-1 now um, after the the win last night. And then, I mean, the one that I think everybody's just so interested in because they only got a three-point win to tie the series up last night is, is Cleveland and Indiana. And, I mean, what was the one series that I said to you last week was going to be the one that intrigued me the most? Yeah, you said. You said it was Cleveland-Indiana. I thought it was going to be... You know, Boston, Milwaukee. Yeah, but look at Boston. Where is that coming from? Yeah, no Kyrie, and they're still just... I know. 113 to 107 in game one, and then 120 to 106 in game two. Come on, it's a lot of points. Come on, Milwaukee. Honestly, they got a lot of length in that team, so it's kind of it's kind of weird it's been going that way. But I mean, it, it, it. I don't know. Were your thoughts still? I know that we, Elena, you said that you still think that Cleveland will get to the finals. Um, Evan, were you still at that at that point? Do you think Cleveland's still your team to get to the finals? I don't know. This is what I got to see before I, before I make that that call. Cuz I, I didn't even I didn't say Cleveland was going to make it. Well, I said I'm Philadelphia. Asking, I'm like do you do you feel that way right now? Or yeah, you think Philadelphia then? 
Still no, I, I'm still with Philadelphia just because I, I like the poise that they bring. Um, Joel Embiid's gonna be back for Game Three against the Heat, so you know that that's gonna that's gonna definitely bring it. Um, you know, Dwayne Wade he had his he had his good game of the series. <laughs> that's out of the way. Oh please. It, it's it's Joel Embiid time. It's the process time. You know, it's Philadelphia. It's Ben Franklin. It's the squad. Oh my God. They're they're still my pick. But we want to talk about Cleveland right now. Yeah. And that, that's kind of where we're at. I don't want to get too far off in this Dwayne Wade because Elaine and I will go on and on and we'll argue and <laughs> she'll probably tell me to shut up and I'll probably end up listening just because I'm a nice guy. But but with Cleveland, though, <laughs> um, man, LeBron goes off the way he did. What what, what was his stat line? It's like, was, it, what was it 46 points? 47. I think it was 47 points. 47, 47, and 47 and 12, and 5. And Okay. So he, so he he scores 47, 12 rebounds, five assists, and you win by three. And that was also a game where Victor Oladipo didn't really play much in the first half just because he was out with, with foul trouble and stuff like that. And you think if Victor Oladipo doesn't have foul trouble, you think he's going to score three points the amount of time that he sat out? All day. Yeah. Okay, All here's, day. Here's my thing with Cleveland. I think they're I think they'll make it to the finals just because – of who oh, LeBron no. is. Just because of who LeBron is. I think that... No. That I was his that very best, and they won by three. That yeah, was the you, best LeBron will give you, you. Why do you think that he's going to stop giving you that, though? I, I think... Oh, my gosh. You can't do that every night. Know, and you're playing against Indiana. You really think he's going to be able to do it if they move on and play against Toronto? I think if he can get... Toronto, I, I don't I don't even... try. I say they'll be, have a harder, harder time against... I mean, I don't know. I don't think they would have a harder time against... Toronto than they do with the Pacers. I, I don't know. I think the Pacers, I mean, the Pacers are the real deal. I mean, they are. They're a good team. They, they they're are. good. I didn't think I so. I thought at the that matchup was going to be very difficult for Cleveland. That's but, why I thought it could be an upset series. Cleveland's not are. going to the finals. It's over. LeBron, your reign's over. They're, they're not good. I'm not. Time to the, move on, the LeBron. The Cavs are not good. LA's I, I waiting. Think, I wouldn't say LeBron's reign is over. I just think he's not a team that isn't. I, I don't know. I don't well, know if well, he's capable of getting. He just well, got 47 points. What, what about what about the team before he traded everybody away? He could that that didn't work either. Now this team doesn't work. Well, this team has absolutely zero people on it. I think he's gone after this year. I think no matter what, he's gone. He's but why didn't it work? But but, but 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 why didn't it work before? Well, he had all his people. Well, he did win. He, a, really... he did win a championship. No, I'm talking but... earlier this year when they were struggling so bad yeah, that I... he had to deal everybody away because you know LeBron makes those decisions. What? <laughs> how how do you think like an Isaiah Thomas is going to change this though? I think he changes it. I think he totally changes well, the game. Well, now maybe, but like you couldn't, they couldn't really go off. Well, I mean, Isaiah's hurt right now. He would yeah, but be he, playing I don't, right yeah, now. I don't think Isaiah we don't, Thomas. We don't know where he'd be. We don't know where he'd be at though. I don't if think he Isaiah Thomas's and LeBron James' He's game still, mix well either. I don't. I, think, I don't. I don't think so either. And I think I Isaiah mean, Thomas played for the Lakers. I think Isaiah yes, Thomas is. He got injured with them. Yeah, I know. But that was that was after he left Cleveland. So if he would have stayed in Cleveland, we don't know what would have happened. I mean, all I'm trying to say, all I'm trying to say is, if it doesn't work with a with a team that's loaded. And it doesn't work with a team that's centered around LeBron with playmakers around him. What makes you think that team was loaded though? Like what? It really they, wasn't that. It loaded. wasn't they really had that the, loaded. It was. It was definitely. Dwayne think, Wade. Do you, do you think Dwayne Wade's loaded, Evan? Though I mean, you've been saying oh. all year that you don't think that he is. So I mean, is, <laughs> he, is he really one of those players that you know makes that big of a difference? Because I mean, that's what you're backing up right now. What you're saying. Here, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you when you look at the team, <laughs> you got to ask yourself, you know, is is Dwayne Wade better than Rodney Hood? 
Do you think Dwayne Wade's better yes, than Rodney I Hood? Do. You yes. do, don't you? Yeah, I do. I think that's about common knowledge. I don't Obviously. think. I just think the situation wasn't working out from a chemistry standpoint and everything else. Like, it just didn't work. Is yeah. it, so sometimes is, they had to make a move, and I don't think they could have got anything better than what they got. I think they just. I think that it was. A, it was. Okay, too so that's what I'm trying deadline. to say though. You, you, Le- LeBron can't gel with this team that that looks so good on paper, and it's also just not really working out with this team that is centered around LeBron James with playmakers around him. What what makes you think? There's a really a right answer for LeBron at this point. I mean, come on. You put him on a team though that has enough superstars and they could they could win something. You put but remember on- when LeBron didn't need superstars? Okay, but then then the Golden State Warriors became a thing. Yeah. That when this that, is we're we're talking about we're, for one we're, man we're talking beat. about getting we're we are talking about getting <laughs> to the second to round. The yes, NBA so you're right. we're, not, we're talking about getting to the finals. But you, if don't, you don't got to you don't got to touch. Golden State until okay, you get to the finals. Okay, if I had to pick right now, if I if I had to pick right now and tell you who's going to get through the series, I'm still picking Cleveland. Oh my gosh! It's, it's you a, don't it's think that Cleveland's going to get through the series? Oh my gosh, no! You really are, well, you would you would put money right now on the Pacers? Oh the yes, series. oh let's yes. Do it. I don't make bets, <laughs> <laughs> but if I was a betting, if I was it. a betting man, Grant, we we got to ask we got to ask our producer. Got to ask here. the producer here. Cavs Pacers series one one. Who takes it? See, you that's my man. Wow. Give me a high five. Wow. That, oh see, all, I mean, it's all not, day. It's not out of the realm. I said last week that this could be a series where, like, easily oh Indiana could take it, and it has the potential to be an upset You guys. Series. I just I just can't I see, see LeBron James no, actually losing gonna, to that team. No. Or in the first round. LeBron, LeBron James gave you 46 points, 12 47. rebounds. <laughs> and it was actually 46. No, it was 47, I'm pretty sure. Look it up. He can do that a lot of nights. He though. gave you 46, <laughs> if he wants 12 rebounds. Five assists. He shot over 70% from the field. He went 10 of 13 from the free throw line. Two of five from downtown. Okay. That doesn't happen. That does not happen okay, listen, over they, and over and over and over LeBron's again. Let's yeah. let's go back. Let's go back to the end of the regular season against Philadelphia when LeBron scored 44. He had 44, 11, and 11. He had a triple-double, 44 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists, and he shot 58% from the field. He can pour it. He, he can pour it in, but he's not gonna he's not gonna shoot seventy percent from the field when he scores forty plus points every single night. It's <laughs> no, just not happening. Obviously, it's just I, I not think happening. Guys are gonna do stuff too. I mean, they haven't yet, but I think that they will start. I think. I mean, we got we saw. Oh something. Oh my gosh. We saw something from Jr. the first game. I think he he's the only other one that kind of like sort of showed a little bit of something. But I think Kevin Love will do something. I know he's got a thumb problem now, but yeah. But I think oh that my gosh, Jeff Green is not going to do anything. Rodney Hood is start. not going to win you a playoff game. J.R. Smith is not yeah, going to win you a playoff yeah, game. Can. He's worth two players. Yeah, exactly. And he can put up 30 points tonight if he wants to in the playoffs. He's done that kind of stuff before. Okay, but if he would have put up 30, if he would have put up okay, 30. I also, think, I also think Indiana has been playing very well. They're going to have an off night. They're going to have a night where they don't play that good either. I think you're just acting like they're unstoppable and they're a five seed, dude. Let's slow down a little bit. Oh, seeds don't matter in the NBA. Do you want to know why seeds don't matter? Do you want to know why seeds really don't matter? I mean, they might not matter because I'm just nobody, saying, nobody, I don't think nobody, the Indiana's a world nobody beater. really tries in the regular season. No, no, it's the NBA. I mean, it's the when he nobody gets to the playoffs, really tries. When he gets to the playoffs. Okay, but the, a team like the Pacers doesn't have to try to get to the playoffs. They're not that good. Miles Turner has been a beast inside. 
Victor Oladipo. Yeah, animal. they're good. I'm just saying that they're not like one of the best teams in the NBA. They had to, they still have to try to get to the playoffs. Team chemistry, man. That that's what I'm trying to say is okay. Is this, no, this Pacers not, team has I'm something that the Cavs in, don't? I'm not saying it's impossible that they could not beat the Cleveland Cavaliers because the Cavaliers do not have that good of a team. They have LeBron James and a bunch of people around them. I've never even thought of Kevin Love as a star player. Me either. In my opinion, a lot of people do, but I don't think that way. He he was a star. He's just throwback. Not that good. He's just not that good. And it's like. He has to do it all himself, but I still think I still think I take him over anything that the Pacers are gonna throw at him. I think it's gonna be a hell of a series. I think it's gonna go back and forth. But I find it I find it hard to believe that he he can't pull it out. He's not gonna lose in the first it's, round. But my answer, do I think he's gonna make it to the finals or not? I, I not a chance. I don't think so. Not a chance. I think I think that this is gonna be the year that they're gonna lose. Well, he's and not even gonna make it out of the first round. I said round, all so. season that I thought that no matter what, he would still be that good to get by, but when he's having this much trouble with the team like the Pacers it's going to be very tough for me to say they get past the Raptors, but also the Raptors have choked a lot in the playoffs in the past few years. So exactly. I don't know, man. It's it's up in the air, and LeBron James can do laid... anything. It would not surprise me at all if he ends up back in the finals. I'm just saying this is definitely a year not where he, he can lose it. Not happening, man. It's just not. It's not. It's not. Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, Serge Ibaka, Jonas Valanciunas and down, down low inside. It's a lot. It's it's not happening. It's a good team. It's a it's a really good team, and it's, it's going to be happening. tough to see if they can do anything else. But because you know what though, you know what, the Raptors, the Seventy Sixers, you can name a couple. You can name a couple teams in the Eastern Conference that's just tougher than the Cavs. You don't see it in the regular season because nobody tries. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is a very tough player. LeBron James will score at will when he needs to. I'm not saying he's going to score. At a seventy seventy percent rate, every single night, and still score forty five plus points yep. to lead his team to a three point victory. No, not happening. But I think there's a lot of teams like a Toronto, like like the Philadelphia 76ers. I wouldn't I wouldn't categorize Boston as a team that's tough. But with those two teams, the 76ers and the Raptors, they have players, and their players are tougher than Rodney Hood and C.D. Osman and 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 Jeff Green and Jordan Clarkston. They're tougher than them. I don't disagree with that. They're tougher. No, they're yeah, tougher definitely. than they're tougher than Kevin Love. I, I, I Jonas Valanciunas will bully Kevin Love inside. But sometimes being a veteran, sometimes being the best player in the world, has a little bit of an effect on everybody else. So. Especially when he. And into you know a what? She's. She, I think Elena definitely has a good point with saying that other people will come around too. Because sometimes when you have to focus so much on one player, all it takes is a kick out and someone starts hitting three pointers, and it's a completely different game. Anybody can do that. Kyle Korver, you you make yes. it that you make it that Kyle, far. Kyle, Kyle, don't yeah, but don't, if Kyle Korver don't. starts hitting, he Kyle he could. He's that. probably gonna get a lot of open shots. He and he's gotta put three, three people oh on LeBron to stop him. Kyle Korver, will, he he, starts, Kyle Korver is a guy who will score <laughs> probably twelve points a game at your max. Anyone can get hot, and I'm just saying he's one of those players that can anybody, get hot. It's it's a sport where anybody can definitely do that. Him and Jr. They can. They can hit. We'll find out what happens. You know what? No matter what we say, I think our opinions are clear here, and we'll figure out what happens, and we'll, we'll move on to the next round. I mean, we're only going to be here, unfortunately. What about the Western Conference, very, very though? We haven't even talked weeks. about the Western Conference. Who do you, you think's coming out of what, that? What, uh, who, who's going to beat the say? Golden State Warriors from me real quick? What, Adam, and then what, maybe I'll want to talk about that. What about Portland down 2 nothing? <laughs> that's pretty rough. Um, it, it, it is It is crazy that, 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 that that's going on right now. But who's who's going to beat them? I mean, it's the race to second place in that, that division. I think the Rockets have a good chance, but I don't think that they will. I don't think they will. They're, they're definitely a team that, that could compete. It, it's gonna, there's going to be a fight take, there for sure. I think sure. they'll take two games. Oh, yeah, they're a good team. There's no doubt they're going to be able to fight the Warriors. But, I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's just like it's Golden State, man. Yeah. I don't see any team in this league still being able to beat Golden State. 
I think if anybody has a chance, I really don't think it's the Rockets. I think it'd be the Oklahoma City Thunder, but that's just my my opinion. Really, you think the Thunder over the Rockets? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Russell's insane. I mean, <laughs> he can do what he does. But. Russell Paul Westbrook, George. Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, Stephen Adams. You know, Corey Brewer is not a bad shooting guard either. Oh, um, they got plenty of they got plenty of people. I mean, they got a big three there too. But I'd like to see that series, honestly. Oh yeah, because for I'd like sure. To see the Russell oh, it'd be, and Durant. Oh, it'd be a great series. I mean, everybody wants to see that drama without yeah. question. But the Rockets are a lot to handle for any team that's got to play them over there. Yeah, no, I and I and I agree. I just think I don't know. I, I like what Oklahoma City brings to the table. I think that Oklahoma City at their best. At their, and we're talking, you know, at their very, at their very best. Yeah. When it comes down to it, I I think they're better than the Rockets at their very best. If you take the best of what you're going to get with the Rockets and the best of what you're going to get, that means every player playing at their, you know, air quotes again, best. I, I do I do think that that the the Thunder are are a better team, but that's that's just me. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's definitely going to be. I, I think that side to me is. I still got Golden State. I, but I think it's. But I think with that same series though, as far as like playing average, you know, you're yeah. normal. I, the Rockets are better as far as like playing normal. They'll have people that'll stand out more than yep. than Oklahoma City will. But I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. I I would definitely rather see a series between uh, the Thunder and Golden State too, just because like the drama there would be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would keep everybody interested, even if you don't like the game. So. That's that's definitely something to keep an eye on, and we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I kind of thought the Spurs might, you know, actually do something, you know, just because of the Spurs, and they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. But Golden State's just too good. I think mm-hmm. it's too, I think it's too hard to go against. But we'll wrap the podcast up now with our uh, our stud and duds. So want to start us off with the stud there? Um, yeah. So Javier Baez last seven games hitting three twenty five dingers, twelve RBIs and a stolen base. That's over his last seven games. So. Pretty darn good. I mean, if you want to talk about hot and cold temps, he's rolling past 100 because he's he's on fire. So, got Javi Baez as the as the stud. Elena, what do you got? Who do you think I have? Add D Wade. <laughs> Too bad he's not making it out of the first round. <sighs> Please. Oh my God. But anyways, yeah, D Wade. The other night he came out hot. <laughs> Uh, 28 points. Was he looking hot or was he playing hot or both? Both. He both. both. He's yeah. always. He's always. No, for sure. No, for sure. He is. He is, man. Like when you look at a guy like that, you just kind of start to drool on accident. He's yeah, just. Yeah, I, I know. Sure. Like I, when I'm glad when you gotta see. when you gotta go up against JJ Redick, man. I mean, wow, tough defensive <laughs> matchup. He hit the dagger over Ben Simmons. So. Ooh, that hurts the heart a little bit. With the process. I'll give you that. Evan. All right. Well, my uh, my stud is the opposite of any young players. Uh, it's the the Las Vegas Golden Knights because. Wow. I mean, just a, a team full of complete randoms just, just getting started here in the NHL and everything, and they come out and sweep a team that's had a lot of success in the NHL over, you know, seasons in recent history with the, the Los Angeles Kings. I mean, not the, you know, Stanley Cup champions they were over the past few years, or not past few years, but years past. Um, but it's still, it's still just impressive when you can take a team full of, you know, players that are wash-ups and really haven't been anybody for a while, and they just come together and find a way to – win a playoff series like this, and who knows how far they're going to go. I think hockey is the kind of sport where that can happen, um, where players really, you know, they can play into their older age and still be really good just because of the, the, the way they know how to play it. And I think this is a perfect situation and a good example of that. So Las Vegas Golden Knights, good on you. But, Evan, uh, you got a dud? Yeah, so so my dud is going to be the Philadelphia Flyers goalie, Brian Elliott, 33 years old, 10 years in the league. 
And their first round matchup was against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Dude, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's there. And they're Pittsburgh. They're good. But, I mean, you want to break down the, the four games so far in this series. And and the Flyers did win one of them. So, so there still is another game coming. But, yeah, yeah he, he allowed five goals, then one goal, then five goals, <laughs> then three goals. Yikes. Yeah, that's pretty not, rough. Not the best series. That's pretty bad. He was insane in that game, too. But, yeah. What do you mean he was insane? Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Game, are you talking about? You're talking about the goalie, right? Yeah. Yeah. In game two, he only allowed one goal, right? Oh yeah. He. I mean, in he played, game two, he was fine. But yeah, like, I that's mean, what I'm saying. In game two, he like I heard he was phenomenal. Didn't watch it. But. Well, he gave up 13 goals in the other three games. Well, yeah. And, I mean, not, I'm not saying he's good for all of them. I'm saying, but like you know, you're good for one game. Yeah. I mean, he he went. I mean, gave up one goal. Stopped 34 shots. I mean, that's that's, a, that's insane. Pretty solid. <laughs> it's coming from against Pittsburgh with any. I mean, so probably it's a lot to do with their defense as well. I'm sure, but at the end of the day, you got to stop. And maybe Pittsburgh's offense. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it's Come just on. it's it's a hard team to play against. Sidney Crosby, getting at, Malkin. End of the day. Yeah, Elena. All right, my uh, dud is Tristan Thompson in more ways than one. Uh, off the court, cheating on Khloe Kardashian. Just like I think it was like a couple days or something before she gave birth to their child, so uh, good job. Immediate dud. And um, and then in the court, he's obviously not doing good. So just all around dud for sure. Yeah, play on the court, off the court. I, I just read something. He says definitely not a big baller. <laughs> it just says Tristan Thompson is officially thirty six million dollars worth of useless. Wow, <laughs> that's that's quite the headline to yeah. really beat you down. <laughs> Oh, yeah. um, mine uh, is, you know, as uh, the New York Giants continued to just fall apart last season with everything they tried to do, it just continues here in the offseason um, with Brandon Marshall failing his physical, um, and now they're not going to sign him back and take him back, and everyone thought that that was going to be the move that was like, oh, my gosh, you got OBJ on this team, and with how good Sterling Shepard looked early in the season, and then Brandon Marshall was the other big ad. It's like you got the, the big two over there in New York, and it just has not worked out, and now he's just been cut off the team. So a complete failure uh, by the organization to really get something going there. But I've already heard a lot of drama about uh, the the possibility of Des Bryant going to that team, and if that happened, oh, my goodness, the the amount of drama that would be going down over there with those two receivers and the uh, you know personalities that they have. It'd be pretty interesting to watch, but nevertheless, Brandon Marshall, got to pass those physicals, man. But that'll wrap it up for us this week. Thanks for listening. And next week will be our last podcast of the semester. So, you know, we're going to have to make it a good one. Um, Probably have a a special edition kind of feel to it. It'll be a little bit different than the normal one. I'll think up some stuff. What do you guys guys think about bringing Grant on? Just for a segment. In the the last one. If if Grant would love to talk sports with us, you know, I think we'd all be more than happy. I'm with it. Grant, study up on your (laughs) NBA. We're bringing you on for the segment. You can get on my side. Oh my gosh, you just want someone to help you. I mean, I can I can carry the I don't think I can carry the LeBron slash Cav haters on my back with me by myself. But it's always nice to have another. Without question. But we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. And thanks for listening. Keep on listening. We will uh, do our best to bring you something good next week. Thanks. Nice.